coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. And we are doing our fa- famous, fabulous, this is famous and fabulous podcast. It's called Pitmaster and the Doc. Wasn't there a rapper named Fabulous? I don't know. I don't think he spelled it right. It, it was a gay, do- a gay <laughs> rapper. Say, yeah, he'd say, fabulous. <laughs> I don't remember. No, that's not who I'm thinking of. It's fabulous. That is a gay word. Sorry. Anyway. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Um, we we got, got some UFC fights. Let's talk about a little about the Uriah Ur- Ur- Hall, Sean Strickland. First of all, I know you get really amped up after a fight. I know this. I know you want to, I mean, you, the, the adrenaline, all this shit's going through your head and you just beat a guy like Uriah Hall. Big accomplishment. I mean, that's a big accomplishment. Huge. And it was, I, I'm sure he was the underdog. Was he? No, he wasn't. No, he was not. Wow. He was a, a small favorite. Well, I wouldn't think that. But minus, okay. Minus 210. So congratulations on that. But then after in the press, I mean, why would you say, I really want to punch somebody and kill them when did he say that i didn't see he that. said i want to kill someone in the ring or in the cage and that'll make me happy and you know what he said if i kill someone in the cage man it would feel so good and i'll own it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know try to play it down i'm gonna own it i want to kill someone in the cage why would you say that did he say that in the ring or was this no after? he uh, said at the post-fight conference i missed that yeah, you know Sean Strickland? Sean Strickland is like oh, that's a little despicable. Is it, I know, and I don't I honestly don't think he meant it. And I don't <laughs> it sounds I think, like he doubled down on it. I just like you can't he can't have meant it. And um it was a really bizarre thing. I've never you know, I've seen Tyson come out with his craziness and shit like that. Well, he did say I'm gonna eat your babies. That was pretty weird too. But um but that was just bizarre, and it just—I didn't expect that. So, I hope it was just something. No, it was in the after he was sitting down. Um, I hope he didn't really mean to say that, and it was just—it came out wrong. He was just so hyped up. That's what I'm gonna bet came on. Out wrong. <laughs> I hope so. I wow. really do. Okay. How do you say I want to kill someone in the cage? Maybe you mean figuratively. No, he—he he said no, kill him. Like kill them with one punch. Why? Well, how would you say that? It's it's wrong. But anyway, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he didn't mean it. All right, cool. Okay. What did you think of his fight? Now the fight itself, um, I just I kept waiting for Uriah to just pull the trigger, and he didn't. And that I mean, and to be honest, uh, a big part of that was Strickland. He was on top of him. He was. Um, he was, you know, he was pressuring him. Um, he and and he was catching him with uh, with uh, counter punches. He just, he was just a little more on. It looks like his timing, his distance, um, or something, um, was just a little better than Uriah's. And Uriah just didn't seem to have. 
he didn't seem to pull the trigger. He threw like one kick or he threw a couple leg kicks, but one of his like really cool kicks, which he's KO'd a few people with. And he just didn't, it wasn't Uriah. It was like um, he either overtrained or he didn't undertrain, I don't think. He either overtrained or, or, uh, or he just was not on at all. For yeah, he got hurt a couple times too in this fight. This yeah. wasn't a point match. He got hit behind the ear in one of those that knocked him. It seemed like he was off balance. And yeah, I don't know if he was the same after a couple of those strikes. Yeah, I didn't really see. I didn't really see much damage being done to him. Um, but I, it was a good fight. Uh, I mean, it, it was a it wasn't going to be fight of the night ever. Um, it wasn't even fight of the fight. Or no, that's a joke. It was. It wasn't fight of the night. When I say it's not even fight of the fight, that's just like a stupid joke I made up a long time ago. So, um, yeah, I think Uriah, Uriah, I mean, you look at his record, you know, he's just such a good guy and such a, he's so talented, but sometimes you just, you just don't know who to expect, which Uriah is coming. And, and maybe he thinks too much. I don't know. But, uh, but, it was it was a it was a good fight, you know. It really was, you know. It wasn't a great fight, but it was a good fight. And Strickland, he uh, threw more punches and landed more punches and won the fight. And Uriah didn't. So well, he was on a little win streak too. Yeah, he was. He was in this fight. He had four four in a row. He uh, last lost to Paulo Costa, which is yeah. So anyway. I, Anyway, what about the fight before that? The other one I saw was the one with the Cheyenne Bays or Bays. Is that the first round fight? That was a knockout, head kick knockout. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she knocked her down with a head kick, and then yeah. then she kicked her standing up, which I think the referee was like checking because it one one hand. I mean, if you didn't look again, I think you might have thought one hand was on the ground, and it wasn't. But it was it was close. I mean, it the was hand, really. They never really showed it. It was really close. Yeah, and the hand just got just was off the ground, so she timed it perfectly, and and she heard her, and she knew she heard her, and she just turned around and put her arms up. But then uh, the referee said carry on because she started to stand up. So uh, Cheyenne just jumped on her and pounded her a couple more times. The referee stopped it, did a great job as he usually does. One minute fight. Oh yeah. One minute, and um, and then she was uh, she broke down because she got the bonus. So that means either fifty or seventy-five thousand um, dollars extra. She so that's like three and a half times what she even made for the fight, including the win bonus. So that meant a lot to her. I think she's struggling right now financially, and and. It was it was good to see her get the bonus and how much that meant to her. Um, I'm sure it meant a lot to her in every way, but I think she was talking about it meant a lot to her because she had some bills to pay and now she could pay them. Yeah, she had like past two bills to pay. It sounded like she was yeah. going to use her fight money to pay off money she owed. She was going to the hole to fight. So yeah, it's good to see her win. She's, yeah, it is. And and you know what? I mean. Sometimes people complain about, uh, you know, the UFC makes so much, and 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 uh, and the, you know, some people say they don't they don't pay their fighters enough. 
And I mean, to be honest, I think I think they're the highest paying fight organization there is. So, I mean, if you're an MMA fighter, I mean, you're not going to make that much unless you make that much, you know? You're not going to make that much unless you get way up there and a lot of people want to see you fight. Then you're worth it. But everyone knows exactly what they're going to make when they get in there. There's a contract they sign. So nobody, you know, well, she made 10 and 10. So she made 20, 20 grand, you know? So you say, well, that wasn't enough. Well, she knew she was going to make that much. She signed on the dotted line. So, you know, I mean, she got what, you know, she got what exactly what she signed for. So, you know, and, and, and I just don't understand where people think that, you know, the UFC makes all their money off their fighters, but they also pay all the money to market their fighters. I mean, they spend a lot of time, energy, and money marketing their fighters and they spend a lot of time energy and money marketing the shows where the fighters get the money because people come to the show and watch it on on tv and they you know they uh they spend a lot of money on employees and and on everything else so i mean unless you want to assume some of the risk or assume some of the you know some of the the liabilities then, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if no other fight promotion pays more than UFC, how can people that fight in the UFC complain so much about, and she didn't, by the way, but I've heard it. And there's even, I think, some kind of lawsuit or a bunch of ex-fighters going after the UFC. I mean, you know what you're going to make before your, your, your fight. So if you don't like what the UFC pays, go to Bellator. Go to LFA, go go to one of the other shows. But I mean, don't fight, you know, bite the hand that feeds you. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of, kind of, kind of irritating to me when people do that. What do you think? Yeah, what's the one that pays a million dollars for a. That's a, that's a tournament. It's a tournament. Yeah, it's a, it's a one time, you know, tournament and and people make, they can make a million dollars. But I mean, so everyone, if it's so great, which I think it is great, PFL is great, then join PFL. If you don't like the if you don't like UFC, you know they don't say, "Well, I'm going to pay you a million dollars," and then you fight. They pay you twenty grand. You know what you're going to get going in. You know what you're going to get. You know when they call you. So you can so easily say, "Nah, no thanks. I'm going to go fight in the PFL and try to make a million dollars." As a young fighter, though, the, if the ultimate promotion is to be in the UFC, they do hold all the cards when the fighters are new, and then they don't anymore when the fighters are a big draw. That's when they renegotiate their deals. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like the medical field, or kind of like you know, uh, like the contractor, or 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 say a say a busboy is going to make X amount, and then uh, he's only making minimum wage. But now, now he's a waiter in a really fancy ho- a hotel or fancy restaurant. Now he's making a lot more. So it kind it seems like that you've got to climb up the ladder in pretty much all the endeavors they had to in the UFC. Well, and that's what. This same model, though, is what promotes some of the bad behavior. The Conor McGregor's and the maybe even the Strickland saying, I want to murder someone in the ring. You know, you get more, you know, any publicity is good publicity kind of thing. Maybe you can demand more money or more people want to see you fight. You make more. So how that's, many definitely trick, that's definitely trickled into uh, the UFC. Yeah, but it's just like you know what you're going to make, right? Here, Phil. 
how many fighters actually got more than a million? One, seriously? I know I could tell you 20 right now, but I'm not going to because I don't think, I mean, I know 20 that you know, I don't want to put out their names because I don't want to say what they got paid, but I know 15 to 20 in the UFC, and I'm, I, you know, I'm sure there's more, but that, what? What that made a million dollars or more in a fight. I know, like 20 right now. There, you know, but that's beside the point. Um, but the point is, Phil, they don't say they're going to pay someone a million dollars, but then not pay them a million dollars. So they know what they're going to get. Then they know what they're going to get paid going in. So they have the choice to say, uh, "No, thank you. I'd rather go to PFL and try to make a million dollars, or go to Bellator, make whatever they make." But my point is, UFC doesn't promise to pay you a certain amount. And then not pay you that amount. You know what you're getting when you go in, right? So, I mean, it's like, I don't know, it's like any profession. You know, I when I was a nurse, I wish I made more, but I knew what I was going to make when I when I went in. So, thing, I don't know. That's what I think about that. What do you think? Well, I don't know. The only interesting side of it is if the fighters try to unionize or something. That won't that won't go anywhere. I mean, a union. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean the union. I mean no. I mean, it's, it's it wouldn't work. The it, it, they would just use the it would they would just they would cannibalize themselves by doing it because nobody's going to tolerate it. The promoters wouldn't tolerate it. The big promoters wouldn't tolerate it. They wouldn't. They would use non-union fighters. They just why would they? They pay their fighters what what you know they think their fighters are worth, and the fighters should should get paid what they think they're worth. And if you're not getting what you pay, you're not getting what you think you're worth, you, you can go somewhere else to fight, you know? But nobody should be forced to pay someone. You know, that's kind of... I mean, if you're forced to pay someone a minimum, then maybe should there be a ceiling too? I, I don't know. I just think you're paid what, you know, what the market calls for. Well, like in the NFL, it's interesting. They have a league minimum. That, uh, so all their teams pay people. There's a standard minimum rate, so one team can't get over on the next team. Yeah, this is different. Uh, I mean, there are teams in the UFC, but not in the same way. Yeah, there's no there are fight camps and fight teams, but um, there's no league minimum, right? There yeah, probably there's... is. I mean, they probably have their own internal. This is the bottom. Yeah, and if the bottom is twenty grand, I think the bottom would be like twenty grandish or something, and. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's not a, you're not going to get rich on 20 grand, but you're going to work your way up. And I mean, that's your way to start. I mean, what do they get in their first uh, gymnastics meet? I mean, how much do they get in their first boxing match or their, you know, first kickboxing match? I don't know. You know, I don't know. So I just, I just think, um, you know, I, I, I just think people, people got to realize that the UFC and the Bellator and PFL, they spent a lot of money on, on the production and on the fighters and on their other staff. And the UFC, don't forget, the UFC pays an ER doc, a trauma surgeon or something, and a plastic surgeon, just those three docs right there, to be ringside at every fight. You know? So, I mean, there's a lot of expenses to go in. They play the hotels and Whatever. I don't know. It's a lot of money. I wish it was more, you know, because then I'd get more. I get a percentage. So, of course, I want them to make more, the fighter to make more. 
because then I make more. But I don't think it should be forced on anyone to pay a minimum on anything ever. But like I said, if it was a, if it was a couple million dollars, man, I would love that. You know, because they, I would make more. What do you think about the gymnastics girl? You want to talk about this? Maybe I don't understand the whole thing. But I think if you just plug that in, plug her in to a boxing match in the Olympics, and the fighter's tired after the second round, so he just doesn't feel like going out for the third. How's, how's he going to be treated? Say it's a track, track runner, and they're running as fast as they can. You know, say it's a 440, and then after like 200 meters, they just get tired. They go, I'm winded. I'm done. I'm, I just don't feel like it. I mean, I'm not... You know, I'm not mentally or physically wanting to do this right now. This is the Olympics. It's a once in a, you know, one, every four years. I mean, that's it. You guys are trained for that. Imagine if a UFC fighter just said, you know what? I'm, I'm tired right now. I'm not hurt. I'm just tired. And I'm winded. And I don't feel like fighting anymore. I mean, it's just, is that what happened? Because I don't know the whole story. But the more I'm reading it, it sounds like she just didn't feel like doing it. I, the only perspective I have on this is she's like looked at as the best Olympic or best gymnast the U.S. has ever produced, ever. Okay. So when you go into events as the best ever, what does your country expect from you? Probably nothing less than a gold medal. What if you go into an event expecting to come in third and you get gold? Imagine that feeling. I saw that happen in swimming. Uh, one of the girls... <laughs> Uh, one of the women won a gold medal. She wasn't expected to win and never, she broke all her own personal records and won the gold medal. She was so excited, but I don't know if the feeling's the same when you're someone who's expected to bring home six gold medals, that kind of pressure when you go to the Olympics, like you're anything less than a gold and you're a failure. Yeah. To me, I don't know if that's why she yeah, went out. I have no idea. I didn't follow it all, but imagine the difference in those two athletes competing in the Olympics. One that wins a gold that isn't expected to, and ones that expected to come home with a bunch of gold medals and be touted as the best gymnast we've ever produced. And then she wasn't, she wasn't like, and then she, in practice, she wasn't, she was missing her vaults or whatever. She was failing. I don't know. Imagine that pressure to go out there and compete. That's a huge pressure, bro. Imagine John Jones, who's the, supposedly the best fighter that ever lived, and he's in the dressing room, just not cherries. feeling it. And he goes, You know what? I'm not sick. I'm just not feeling it. And I don't feel like my time is right. So I want to cancel this fight. Now you got 40,000 people out there. You know, Dana put up the whole show together, but he doesn't feel like fighting because he's not feeling good in the dressing room. He's not injured. He's just not feeling it. Yeah, they had plenty of, they had other gymnasts that took her place and actually won medals. So, so they could, they would, they would replace them and have another, another, uh, I don't know the whole story. I don't either. I think she was worried about, she wasn't performing well in practice and she was worrying about getting hurt. So anyway. I don't know. Yeah, without talking to her, who knows? Yeah, I, I find I wouldn't want to sit here uh, and tell her that she should have competed. No, I don't. I don't either. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just putting it on other sports. How would it look if someone else? All I heard was coming from her. I'm not injured, but I. I just. I mentally or something. I just don't feel like it, or I'm not feeling it, or something. So, I mean. So with that said, you can imagine any other sport. I mean, imagine the the the. The quarterback in the NFL, they're playing the Super Bowl, and there's a lot of pressure on him, but he's just not feeling it during the warm-up. So he goes, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to do this. Let one of my you know, second stringers do it. That's what it's like to me. 
But if I'm wrong, let me know. And I'm not judging because I don't know. But it seems like that's that's what it was. And if it was like that, then I, maybe I am judging. All right. On that note. Yes. Yeah.